0: Please be advised that Haunted Friends, the podcast, is an adult program and explicit language will be used. Hi, my name is Danny, and this is Haunted Friends, the podcast. Hi, I'm Tanya, and every week we will be interviewing friends who have had paranormal experiences. We are not experts, and we are not here to prove or disprove any of their accounts. We are simply serving as a forum for our friends to share their experiences, no matter how fantastic they may seem. Hi friends, welcome back to season two, episode two of Haunted Friends, the podcast. This week, we have a short interview to share with you along with a couple of short true account stories. Hope you enjoy them. The first story I would like to share with you is from an anonymous listener. First of all, I have twin daughters who are 10 years old and one of them have always told us she sees ghosts, like since she was two and a half, I mean. It gets serious at times where she would refuse to walk into a room of a house. Earlier this year, my in-laws took the girls to the battleship of Texas. My daughter refused and threw a fit because she did not want to go into the ship. My mother-in-law takes her out and my daughter told her that she could see ghosts moving all throughout the ship. She still refuses to walk into her hallway at nights because she's scared. While at my in-laws house, she sees her great-grandmother and has conversations with her. This freaks my mother-in-law out because my daughter would tell her things that she should not have known for she was never told these stories, nor was my wife told these stories. At one point, my mother-in-law went to visit a famous card reader in Medium. And while my mother-in-law was showing pictures of the family to the Medium, the Medium stopped at my daughter and said that she was a rainbow or star child or something like that. Then fast forward a little, my other daughter, who had never really seen anything, one night was sleeping in her bed when my wife and I heard this scream. When we ran into her room, she was frightened beyond anything I've ever seen and she was yelling at the corner of her room, Daddy, stop scaring me. I was trying to calm her down, saying, I'm not scaring you. While I'm saying this, she's looking at the corner of the room at her chair and not at me. I finally got her into my arms and we ran out. When I asked her to draw what she saw, she said it looked like me, except the eyes were big and the thing would just laugh at her. Needless to say, this freaked me and my wife out. I asked my mom to bring me holy water from the Catholic school she taught at. And on top of that, the priest blessed the vial and the water again to make sure. I went around the room, sprinkling the holy water and never had another incident. Thank you for sharing your experience with us. It's interesting because one of my aunts had a similar experience while she was traveling through Thailand with a friend of hers many years ago. There was one night after a day of walking and sightseeing. They were really tired, so they decided to go to bed early. Then in the middle of the night, my aunt woke up feeling uneasy. As she turned, she found that her friend was kneeling right near the head of her bed so that they were looking at each other face to face. My aunt asked her friend what was wrong. Her friend looked really pale and just stared at her. She looks as if she was smiling and just keeps staring straight into my aunt's eyes. As my aunt looked at her friend a little more intently, concerned, she realized that the look on her friend's face turned from a smile to that of anger and rage. Just as my aunt jumped back in her bed, she looked across the room at the other bed and saw that her friend was actually still asleep in bed. So quickly, she looked back at the woman who was staring at her, but she was gone, and there was no one there. Creepy, right? Let's hope we don't see anyone kneeling at the head of our beds tonight. Yikes. If you have stories you want to share with us, please send them to us by emailing your story to contact at hauntedfriendsapodcast.com. We look forward to reading them. If you like our podcast, please be sure to write us a review on Apple Podcasts or any of the platforms where you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at HFTP podcast. Now we are going to share with you a short interview with a haunted friend of ours, Mito. After the interview, please stay tuned for one more short true account story. Hi everyone, this is Danny. And I'm actually here today with one of my bosses and um, he has a very scary story about the house that he's living in. So I guess Mito, you wanna give us a little background about sure. this house and
1: yourself? So it's, um, this all kind of takes place in 2001, 2002. So my wife and I got married in 2001. We had our first kid in 2002 and we were living in a condo and at the time, was a two-bedroom condo to kind of work then my wife got pregnant and we start looking for a, uh, a bigger place and um, we kind of looked this was like at the height of the market we looked everywhere we were living in Springfield uh, New Jersey and uh, You know, my parents were living down around the East Brunswick area. So we figured that we'll go and try to find a place nearby. So we looked in Milltown. It's a smaller, quaint town. It's historic. um, And we kept going back to the same house. you know, over and over again. There wasn't a lot of houses on the market, but this one for some reason kind of attracted us. It needed some work, but it was the right place. It was the right budget for us. So we ended up closing on the house in call it August of 2003. The name of the lady that we bought it from, her name is Elvira. I Elvira, <laughs> like the <laughs> witch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And it it was, it was like, you walk in the house and it's stuck in time. Okay, there was like no renovation that has ever been done in the house. It was constructed in 1946. You know, green carpet, green paint. It was like, yuck, like, are we really buying this? But anyway... So we end up what? buying the house. You know. <laughs> so what what attracted you to keep going back to this uh, house? We don't know. We really don't know. It was a split level. We kept just going back, you know, from everything that's on the market. This kind of like posed the best opportunity for us. Right. So, it was close enough. It was the right size. You know, we like split levels. So for some reason we just kept going back to it, and we actually, you know, we kept stalking it, right? So we would park the car on the street, take a look at who's coming <laughs> in, you know, to the dead end street, like what the neighbors are like, you know, everything that you do when you have when you have a house. So anyway, we we buy the house, you know, we close, um, we we put the contract in in August, and then we close in November. We actually moved the day before Thanksgiving in November. Then we do you know, some renovations and we're out of the house. We haven't moved in yet, right? We, we kind of took possession, but we haven't moved in because we're doing the renovations. We end up moving in probably like January or so. And now the house is completely empty, right? We have no furniture, right? The yeah. only thing we got is like the bedroom and maybe the kid's bed and, and all of that. Then over, over the years, it's just, you notice certain things, mm-hmm. okay? It's like, it, sometimes it gets too cold, for no reason. Mm-hmm. Okay, sometimes you feel a draft for no reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and Ronnie and I would kind of like, take a look at it and, and say, Okay, well, what is really driving this? And we're not sure. Then as, as when you buy more things, right, you accumulate more stuff, okay, you have a house, so you end yeah. up furnishing it, right. So Kind of like the years go by and now, okay, you got the dining room set, you got the house completely set. We ended up buying a plant. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is now when it starts like really making sense. Okay. So we ended up buying a plant. It's a uh, artificial plant, right? We put it next to the dining room table. And the way that we sit at the dining room table is my wife sits across from me and my son sits across from my daughter. And... We'd be having dinner, and, and if you ever have dinner in my family, right, it's like a very quiet dinner. Nobody likes to talk to each other, okay. <laughs> so, but anyway, you hear this—you uh-huh. hear some rustling, okay. Uh-huh. And we take a look at the plant and I'm like, wait a minute, the plant is rustling. Where is Tess, the cat, right? We think uh-huh. the cat is playing with the plant, uh-huh. right? So the first couple of times we kind of like just let it go based on that, uh-huh. okay. Then it kind of continues. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay. Where is the cat? The cat is under the table. It's not the cat. The plant is freaking rustling. So I think something is wrong with the plant, right? So we actually give the plant to my mother-in-law okay, because it was freaking us out. Okay. Then, you know, another year or so kind of goes by and then we start like again. You still notice other things. Okay. You notice now you're noticing shadows. Okay. You're like, okay, oh, what, are, what is going on? Right. And my wife happens to run into the um, Elvira's daughter, uh-huh. okay? So Elvira has obviously moved on. She moved in with her daughter. She asked what's going on, you know, yeah. how is she, all of that, right? <sighs> Only, to, you know, for the daughter to say, yeah, you know, well, my father passed in the house and whatever, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now it started making sense. So, well, what is your father's name? <clears throat> you know, her father's name is Stanley, okay? So... We came to name all of these things Stanley, right? <laughs> so so it, it maybe about like six years ago give, give or take, right? Okay, now we're starting, you know, now we're we're in bed and what have you. The uh, my daughter is in her room, my son, you know, is in his room and what have you. Every now and then when you're watching T V in bed, right? Okay, and, and if you know my house like the door is on the right. It's almost that you see a reflection, okay, of mm-hmm. eyes looking at you. Mm. Okay, now of course, here I am, (laughs) you know, laying in bed with my wife, right? (laughs) And I'm like, sweetheart, Stanley's looking at me. She's like, yeah, you know, I see him. He's looking, okay? Just ignore him and just concentrate. (laughs) We'll watch TV, right? And this kind of happens, you know, more and more often, like on a regular basis, like maybe, you know, twice a month. Right Jeez oh, Okay and it, <laughs> and it It becomes creepy After a while uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm creeped out <laughs> You know But but here's like A couple of things Right uh-huh. The drafts And everything else You know They continue It's kind of like You know somebody's is blowing air At the back of your neck mm-hmm. You'll be like Standing Having a conversation With somebody And you'll feel oh Right In the back of your neck And you like Turn around Thinking like It's Noah My son You know Messing yeah. with me Right Oh, my God. Okay. There's nobody there. And and remember when I told you about the temperature drop? Yeah. Okay. So you have one of these programmable thermostats, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and you tell it, okay, I want it at 68. I want it at 72. I like my house cold. You okay. know, I put it on, on 68, you know, mm-hmm. whether it be winter, whether it be uh, summer, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But then... It doesn't go, I'm, I never put it below that because, you know, Ronnie, my wife, yeah. okay, will like have a fit, <laughs> right? Every now and then, if <laughs> you look at the temperature, it's like it's 54 degrees, but meanwhile, it's st- the setting is still on 68 degrees. Oh, the heat wow. is cranking, but it's cold. Oh, wow. it's, it's, it's it's very weird. So anyway, kind of like fast forward, you know, a couple of years, about like a couple of years, you know, ago, they, um, call it maybe 2014-ish, 2016, right? We started noticing that some of the stuff kind of like stopped. Okay. okay. Like you're not getting the, okay, and you're yeah. not feeling anything in the house. is not getting cold. And we're saying, oh, maybe Stanley left. Uh-huh. So anyway, Ronnie runs into Alvira's daughter. Okay. Uh-huh. How is your mama? Or, no, she passed away. Oh, geez. uh-huh. Okay. Oh, we're sorry to hear whatever, whatever. You know, we come and we talk about it. And we're like, well, maybe he left.
0: Uh huh. Maybe they yeah. left together. <laughs> yeah, you
1: know, maybe, maybe he left. Yeah, you know, So we're we're still keeping track of it, see if yeah. anything happens and what have you. Yeah. But it's, Danny. It is the creepiest thing, right? Uh-huh. When you are like laying in bed, you're watching. You're trying to watch the game or you're trying to watch a show or something yeah. like that, and you see these. Uh, you see Stanley, you know, uh-huh. in in the side of, of uh-huh. you know the, the the door to the bedroom. Oh God! You know, <laughs> staring at you right there, and you kind of like. <laughs> Uh, Look at are right looks at me He's like, "Oh crap! <laughs>
0: oh jeez!" It's weird. Do you think that? Because it seems like you didn't start seeing him until you realized who he was.
1: Well, we we kind of we kind of felt presence, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Okay, you felt like there's something there. We just right. couldn't put things together. Right. I think when we started putting things together, and when Ronnie had the conversation with his daughter, right? Okay, and we learned that he actually you know, died in the house. Yeah. Okay. He actually died in the bedroom. So, so right. it's a bit creepy. Oh, but then again, like early on, it was a bit freaky. Like, yeah, you know, the <laughs> rustling of the plant. And by the way, you know, when you, yeah. when, when we took the plant to her mom's house or my in-laws, we're rustling plant is just fine. Oh gosh. Yeah. So you, you like it, it's absolutely weird. Yeah. You know, the other thing, and I think I, I showed this to one of our colleagues in here, uh-huh. You know, we have a, you know, a stray cat that Ronnie takes care of and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, the other day. So the, the stray cat the other day was um, looking through the basement window. Uh-huh. Okay. And, and that's where we have the laundry room. Yeah. Right. And and he typically does it on a normal basis. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, you typically see the reflection of their eyes. You see the two eyes kind of glassy uh-huh. and whatever. Okay. So she took a picture. Uh-huh. Okay. Four eyes. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> two eyes, four eyes. I'll see if I have it here. I'll email it to you. Oh, my God. Four eyes. That's crazy. I I, I you're like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> 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 what is going on here? That's so crazy. So, no, but this is, yeah. I don't know. We're keeping track it's, on it. Okay. You know, but whenever, like, something happens, it's, yeah. you know, we say it's Stanley. Yeah. You know, and. Yeah. Where, where is he what is he doing yeah. Yeah. yeah no but it's like you always felt him but until you
0: have a name for him or know who he yeah, was yeah you didn't really then know. you actually physically saw him yeah you saw
1: the eyes Yeah, I and mean, you kind of like see like a silhouette <laughs> remember I said like you see yeah. shadows or like something else? yes it's like almost like you see a silhouette yeah okay whether it be some, something right? yeah but you just don't see like you see through it obviously yeah okay but the only thing that you see is like your eye lock yeah. does that make sense yeah okay yeah like,
0: so it's conscious like it, it's looking at you and you're looking back at it yeah, exactly like, like <laughs> what, what, and you don't know what
1: to do like what, what am i supposed to do <laughs> oh my gosh that is so creepy <laughs> it's not like you're gonna have a conversation like hello yeah you're, you're not having that
0: yeah but it's it i don't know yeah. you so you guys never mentioned it to
1: um, Alvira and... Her no, no, we're, oh, okay. we're, no. Listen, it's, it's crazy to talk about it. Like, yeah. even, even like with Ronnie, you know, we, we yeah. have fun at it at, at yeah. the house, right? Yeah. Even the kids have fun at it. Yeah.
0: Right? Have the kids like, experienced anything?
1: No. no okay. They're just, That's good. They know when we talk about it that it's it's a joke and what have yeah. you because you don't want them to think that there's right. something going on. Right. But nonetheless, it's, it's uh, you know, yeah. when something happens and it's weird and yeah. you say, okay, I misplaced my keys, or I misplaced. Yeah. Stanley got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or, or didn't I leave this door open? Why is it closed? Yeah. Stanley closed it, right? Okay. So it became like a household name. Like he's, right. he's like the un. um right. Well, that's easy. Everybody raise a resi- resident, <laughs> yes. right?
0: Well, whatever you lose, anything, you just be like, oh, it's not my fault. Stand Stand- <laughs> Stanley, Stanley, okay. Stanley.
1: Yeah, I had a winning lottery ticket. Stanley. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> I misplaced my keys. No, Stanley put it away. Yeah, Danny, I mean uh, seriously it's yeah it's like sometimes it was really creepy. Okay, especially oh, like sure. I said, when you feel somebody blowing air behind you and you turn around and you the way they, there. What is going on? Yeah. Yeah that's that's really creepy. <laughs> I guess it was
0: kind of sweet that like he waited around. Maybe he just maybe he was just waiting around for her, and then what
1: for her to die? I don't yeah, know. Maybe. God, God, oh, listen, God bless him. Both of them are are, are in heaven now, hopefully. You yeah. know, but um, mm-hmm. again, you know, we're we're keeping an eye on it. Okay. Hopefully, if if one of them were to come back, uh, hopefully it's one, not two. Okay, right? <laughs> they, I guess. Want, they want their house back. Yeah. <laughs> we, we lived their youth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh dear, okay. But it's it's interesting, and I'm going to look for that photo with the uh,
0: four eyes. Yeah, send it to me, and then I'll share it with everyone. Yep. Okay, well, thank you, Mito, for telling
1: us your story. (laughs) No, absolutely. You're welcome. I'll give you a post. Okay, thank you.
0: Mito was able to find a picture of the stray cat he mentioned in the interview, and we will post it to our Instagram for everyone to see. After the interview, I've asked Mito some additional questions, like, how does Stanley look like? and if they've ever considered moving. Well, according to Mito, Stanley is about 5'10", and had a sturdy build. I really can't imagine every so often seeing an old man standing at the doorway to my bedroom and just staring at me, making eye contact. It's just too much. Mito also mentioned that no, they never really considered moving for they really liked the house. And though Stanley was creepy, they managed to make light of the situation, and it was never threatening. And finally, the following story is from Hey It's Sander. Similar to the story about my aunt, it happened in a hotel. This is called Freaky Encounter on Vacation. This past April, my best friend and I decided to go on a week-long vacation hitting up Virginia, Georgia, and Tennessee. I'm from Pennsylvania, and she is from New Jersey. We also took her one-year-old son with us. Our first stop was Roanoke, Virginia, where we stopped for one night for a break while we visited my aunt. We stayed in a hotel that I've stayed in plenty of times. After a couple of hours of trying to get her son to go to sleep, he finally lays down and we both go to bed as well. He slept in his pack and play and we both each had a queen bed. Then in the middle of the night, as I laid there with my back towards them, I could hear her whip around like maybe her son had woken up and was maybe doing something he shouldn't have. But I heard nothing else so I just shrugged it off. After that happened, I felt little hands, almost like if they could be her son's, starting to grab at my blanket from behind, but I knew it wasn't him because I didn't hear her take him out of the back and play. I laid there with my eyes closed shut and just kept thinking to myself to just ignore it, and it eventually stopped. The next morning, I was talking to my friend and told her how I heard her whip around in the middle of the night, and she told me the reason why she did that was because she felt something like a pillow being thrown at her thinking maybe her son had gotten up and thrown it at her. But once she whipped around to look at him, he was fast asleep in his pack and play. It creeped us both out a lot. I've stayed at the hotel plenty of times as my aunt lives in Roanoke, but that was the first time ever experiencing anything like that in that hotel. Thank you, Hayes Sander, for sending us this story. Please let us know if you have any other experiences the next time you visit Roanoke. Thank you everyone for listening. Again, please write us a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts and follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at HFTP So follow us on social media, but don't follow us home. Bye, Ghost.